Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I'm always working, I'm always talking. Documentary December tonight, it's a bit noisy, but it comes to an end. Um, I can't play any clips from this because a lot of the music is wrapped up in the show. And of course, that is Something From Nothing, The Art of Rap, directed by Ice-T. Think of that. A lot of actors... A lot of hip-hop stars went into acting. Ice-T, Will Smith, Queen Latifah, LL Cool J, Tupac. Yeah, uh, so many different artists. Um, This is an interesting documentary. I figured we would end Documentary December with something from nothing, the art of rap. Because rap, I, I know a lot of people who don't like rap and have really negative things to say about it, yet they don't take the time to listen to the music, to listen to the culture. And it is so imperative, it is so important for you to listen and know that these are stories, you know. And um, it's not so much about the beat or the video or the flashiness. Uh, what it's about is the music itself. And so we're going to play a little bit of the art of rap, if we can. Black Space, Cool Chief Cowboy. Mm-hmm. My brother loved Bustoski, who also was part of the Black Space. I'm using cliches that they was using. See, so the music is wrapped up in it. So you've got everything in here. Uh, let's let's take a look at the cast. You got Africa Bambata, Ice T, you know Eminem, Dr. Dre, uh, Be Real of Cypress Hill. I love Cypress Hill. Um, Big Daddy Kane, Chuck D of Public Enemy, Common, Anthony Tretch, Chris from Naughty by Nature, DJ Premier, Dana Dane, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Lord Finesse, Dougie E. Fresh, Grandmaster Kaz, Ice Cube, Ice T, Lord Jamar, uh, Cheryl Salt James from Salt and Peppa. Very, I mean, that right there, the originators, the first females of hip hop. Uh, MC Light herself, Marley Mar, KRS1, Daryl McDaniels from Run DMC, Melly Mel, Ryan Montgomery, Nas, Q Tip, Raekwon, Art Rakim, Redman, Puerto Rico, Joseph Simmons of Run DMC, Snoop Dogg, Immortal Technique, WC, Kanye West Exhibit. I mean, you know, and and um, Ice T has a moment where he says he never would have thought in his entire career that the biggest rapper of all time would be white, and that's of course Eminem. But for me, that's changing. I mean, you got someone like uh, Kendrick Lamar who has totally changed the game, and something from nothing. The art of of rap is an important documentary. All of you should be watching it. Those of you who don't like rap and hip-hop, you need to, you know, a good example is you look at someone like LL Cool J. He's rapping about love. And that shows you that it's not about what you think it is. And also, yes, you have NWA and you have Rock Him uh, doing hip-hop about the tough sides of the streets. You look at uh, NWA straight out of Compton. Come on, let's get real. And it was not glorifying. What it was saying was, is look, this is the CNN of the ghetto. This is what's going on on the East Coast in Brooklyn and Queens and Queens, Nas. This is what's going over on the West Coast, Ice Cube and NWA, Dr. Dre. You know, it's interesting. You had Tupac in the West Coast, East Coast, Notorious B.I.G. It covers all of that. But what's beautiful is, you know, 
Ice, Ice, Ice-T is basically an ambassador to hip-hop because, you know, he's one of the guys who made it and he, and he made it so big and he made it so huge and for him to give back to the community like that of hip-hop because that's what made him. That's what, you know, he wouldn't have these acting, you know, uh, movies and television, you know, uh, 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 Law and Order, you know, uh, SVU. He he wouldn't have that. It was hip hop that started it all. All of these guys and girls who got into hip hop. I don't think they ever thought they would be in a movie or be, let alone on television or taken seriously. You know what I mean? And something from nothing. I'm gonna try to give you a little taste of it right here. Go here. And how many words can I make? Like, if I can take a rhyme, like, I'm real into the craft, like, just of the, you know, MCing. And, and, and I feel like, like, I always think, like, how can I take a, how can I figure this puzzle out? Like, how can I take uh, words and, and put them at the end of the sentence, but in between, maybe make some words rhyme in between that, that rhyme and, like, sandwich them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so sandwich those words and try to make them, make them rhyme inside of the phrase and then come back outside and try to... You know, try to run and of course, that's Eminem and Eminem talking about his process. And you know, oh, Exhibit, Exhibit's an interesting artist. Call me old-fashioned, but fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it for me is something to be said about the way I memorize things mm-hmm. because I have to write it down and repeat it, mm-hmm. and then when I repeat it, then it's here and I never lose it. Some- Mm, be real. One of my favorites. Oh my God! Talk about being Flores representative. Tones, public enemy. There, there aren't a lot of hip hop, you know, Latinos in hip hop. And here is "Be Real" of Cypress Hill. I mean, I loved it. If we can find it, you know, hopefully there's no music attached to it. Ah, there they are, Cypress Hill. I love Be Real, and I love watching his podcast. That's the other thing, is podcast, television, merchandise. Muggs was living with a Latin at the time, and I heard, uh, I think it's uh, sawed off shotgun hand on the phone. I heard the track, the doom, 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 and I'm asking Muggs, what's that? And he said, this is Cypress Hill. And I'm like, what is Cypress Hill? But I didn't. I never heard none of the vocals over it, and I'm like listening to it. I said, "Well, that shit's funky, whatever it's gonna be." And then when I heard it, I was like, "Oh my god, this shit sounded crazy." But I think when you came out, the whole the vocal delivery was so unique. Now here's a question: I'm gonna come right out and ask. Right? Did Be Real always sound like the Be no. Real we know? No, no. no. It, it took it took a couple years to get that because when we started. I was rapping in this voice that I talk in, and Muggs didn't like it, and Send Dog was like, I don't know. The raps were dope, mm-hmm. but they came at me like this. They said, hey, man, if you don't do something about that voice, man, we just gonna have you write rhymes for Send Dog. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, you know, I somehow figured out how to pitch my voice a little bit, right. you know, go on a little bit higher. When I was listening to early Cypress Hill, I'm like, these motherfuckers sound high. Like, they sound like the gangbangers that you would not want to run into because they would be dusted and they right. would shoot you on some bullshit. Like, you're the wrong person. They just felt like shooting somebody. Right, <laughs> right, right. And and for a time, man, we were crazy like that, you know? And uh, that's where a lot of the, the music 
when we were creating it, it reflected that lifestyle and stuff like that. But, you know, we also were very competitive, you know, especially Muggs with the production game because a, a lot of his, his influences were the Bomb Squad and stuff like that, you know, and we were all big Public Enemy fans and we all said to ourselves, well, if we're, if we're going to get in this game, if we're going to represent, we got to be as good as those guys, mm -hmm. you know, and, and they were like one of my big influences. And, and uh, when I was developing the voice, there was there was two things that stood out to me in hip hop that I loved in in, in all the groups that were going on. There was the Beastie Boys because they had a different you know vocal pitch than everybody else. The other big influence was Public Enemy and Flavor Flav, how his voice always cut through. I said, well, nobody's you know aside from the Beastie Boys, nobody's really cutting through like that. So we we became as as far as our vocal tones, Public Enemy in reverse. Ah, there we go. MC Light, first first female of hip hop. You know why? This game ain't got nothing on me, none after, none before me. I put the work in. I want the glory. Here's my chance to tell my story. Now, the first rhymes that you actually did out on a stage, or you tried to perform. By then, you were writing your own stuff? By the time I performed on a stage for people, I was performing I Cram to Understand You. Mm. But prior to that, George Lucian, Full Force's father, used to come to my house every Saturday, mm -hmm. and I would practice because my voice was like this. And that wasn't a rapper's voice. Like, there was, who was I going to get to listen to? You mean it was low? and It was, it was teeny, tiny, mm -hmm. no weight to right. it. And I would practice and he would say, get strong and come from here. And and for months, I would sing salt and Pepper's songs or rap them in my living room until my vocal was strong enough that, you know. So we owe this to who? Because you're known to have one of the strongest female MC voices. That's George Lucian. He, he MC like. Developed this voice. Absolutely. Isn't that interesting? And then you got common. What you think, what you feel. People hear your perspective. People hear your spirit and your soul if you're using that. And they hear your imagination to be able to write a rhyme and say, look. Ice Cube. We're going to end with Ice Cube. And I think gangster is too simple because I think you much more complex. I would call it street knowledge. Okay. You know what I mean? That's the ultimate title. And what it means to me is... Snoop Dogg. And stab it like it's supposed to be stabbed. That way when you are gone. See, it's about the delivery and something from nothing, the art of rap, directed by Ice-T, released in 2012. It's all about the delivery. And documentary December, it's all about the delivery and being represented. All these documentaries that you feel represented. I want to give a shout out to Shit Happens When You Party Naked for inspiring me to do this and have a, a theme to it, you know, because they always have a theme. And, um, you know, for just, uh, you know, we went from the New War November to here we are, documentary December. It's the end of the year. It's the end of 2020. Good riddance. Here's the 2021 Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I'm going to see you in the new year. Unpleasant dreams. <laughs>